very hard on, on fitness and um, and the running game. That's what kind of led me to, to want this dream of being a, a racing driver. There's no point in time in anything except standards of excellence. We will deal with the Talton Cup if we're in it and we'll, we'll certainly give it every bit of respect. There's no feeling that beats playing for Ireland. My God, I'm going to do everything that is possible to bring us there. This is Sports Beat Extra. Tonight, the much-anticipated homecoming fight for Katie Taylor takes place as she takes on Chantelle Cameron in the three arena for the undisputed super lightweight title. We get the roundup going into this evening's events, plus a look back at the regional GA minor championships this week for the Model County and the home of Hurling. I'm Jolene Murphy, standing in for Sean Connolly, and you're very welcome to this week's Sportsbeat Extra. Well, it doesn't get any bigger than tonight. The biggest fight, the biggest sport and the largest moment for boxing is taking to the ring in Ireland. Ireland's Katie Taylor, former Olympic champion, former five-time world amateur champion, six-time European champion, world champion, two-division world champion, will fight in Dublin for the first time as she looks to make history to become a two-division undisputed world champion. Who's standing in her way? Chantelle Cameron, reigning £140 undisputed champion, will be looking for one of the greatest victories from an English-British fighter in her history of their sport as she looks to create her own legacy as a great among women's and men's boxing worldwide. We hear from Katie and Cameron in the lead-up, but first, joining me now on the line to look ahead is Waterford's Lynn McHenry O'Shea, three-time Irish Senior League champion for 2010, 2011 and 2012 at Light Flyweight. Thank you, Lynn. How are you getting on today? You're looking forward to the match tonight? Ah, yes. It's going to be fantastic. It's going to be a brilliant night for um, Irish boxing, you know, to see it back on big time because um, I don't think we've had such an, a big Irish or world title fight since uh, Bernard Dunn uh, back in 2009 when he was in the, the point. And Katie, she was at the bottom of the card for that day in 2009, wasn't that right? Yeah, that's it. I can still, I, I still remember watching her ring entrance, you know, when she boxed as an amateur on that, um, on that card with Bernard Dunn and Richard Cordoba. But um, I can still see it in my head. You know, the crowd went absolutely ballistic <laughs> to see Katie on the, on the big screen back then. So you can imagine what it's going to be like tonight when she actually she makes her her final. Uh, ring walk home you know what I mean it's going to be fantastic for her it's going to be a, um, it's going to be a brilliant brilliant night for Irish boxing and like that you say like she's come so far from 2009 to now 2023 20, nearly 14 years later to be at the top of the bill the home soil factor will and how it will impact Katie's mentality going into the ring tonight yeah I'd say going into the fight is going to be fantastic for her, you know her ring walk and everything but um as soon as the first bell goes it's just going to be strictly down to business for Katie mm-hmm. you know um all that all the noise and all that it it if it, she needs to dig deep it'll get behind her but I think she'll just be listening to two people in her corner and that'll be it everything else will have to be switched off and she'll have to leave her emotions behind her which she's she's brilliant at doing and and just stick to what she does best and 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 get stuck in and 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 get them 10 rounds in you know let's take a look at her opponent then tonight for people who don't know the name Chantel Cameron uh besides being the taller fighter by 3 centimeters what's her record look like to date for people who don't know her yeah so um she's undisputed in the the weight class heavier than Katie um she beat Jessica McCaskill which Katie actually bet um, a couple of years ago as well. But um, Jessica McCaskill moved up, beat uh, Celia Brockhurst from um, from Norway. 
So now um, it's Chantelle that's that's gonna she beat Jessica to get these titles. Mm-hmm. So now Katie is gonna take this um, step up to try take uh, to be undisputed, undisputed world champion. But um, Chantelle herself, she was on the Team GB for um, amateur boxing, and she did box Katie back in two thousand and eleven in the EU Championships back in Poland. So um, they did meet once before. They have so. met. And you say that there's been a change in weight then as well. Is that right, Lynn, that there's been a weight change for Katie going into this fight? Yeah, so Katie is a Katie is a undisputed champion at the lighter weight. And then you've got um, Chantelle Cameron. She's uh, She has all the belts in the weight above Katie. So Katie has is coming up to challenge Chantelle for her belts. So uh, it's a it's a difficult ca- mm-hmm. task, but uh, fair play, Katie. You know, doesn't turn down a challenge and um, wants to wants to take them titles tonight. No, no better person. Tell us about the other bills on the card for tonight. Um, so we've got a great Irish prospect in um, Gary Cully. He's on the card tonight. Um, he's only after getting signed with Matchroom there. I think about last year, but uh, he's he's a fantastic boxer. He had an an, an unbelievable amateur. Um, record. Uh, he was a youth European champion, which uh, they don't hand them medals out. You know they're really, really hard to get. And um, he boxed a couple of elite championships and and stuff like that. So now he's pro. He's very, very tall, lightweight. Um, but he is. Um, he's actually his coach is Pete Taylor, which would be Katie Taylor's dad. Wow. And um, yeah, so he's doing great things. And please God now. Next time there'll be an Irish boxing, you, you could see Gary Cully challenging for a world title in Irish uh, soil, please God. And who else is on the bill? Do you know anyone else on the card? Um, we've got another guy, he's from the north, um, Kevin Arklo Hines. Another, he was a he's he's from Belfast, another great prospect. Um, he was a great amateur as well, um, had a great record, really, really tough. They kind of um. He was brought in there for Billy Joe Saunders sparring camp when Billy Joe was going to box Canelo. And, um, you know, he's got the same kind of style as Canelo. Anybody knows boxing will know Canelo. Um, he's he's undisputed champion. He's a, a serious, he is the face of um, pro boxing at the moment from Mexico. So, um, Kevin, he's um, he's on the same lines as him, same type, type of style. So, He's another one to watch for the future. So he's on the card as well tonight, yeah. Lynn, looking ahead then, it's the first title fight in Dublin in over a decade. For people who have been following Katie Taylor but not avid into the industry or or the sport of boxing, what does it mean? What does it mean to have something like this on Irish soil with an Irish personality like Katie Taylor that people will be watching in most likely regardless of whether they follow the sport or not? That's it. Like Katie's a huge name and she has been for a long time. You know, um, she won 2012 uh, Olympic gold, beating Sofia Ochigava in this final. You know, we hadn't had, haven't had a gold medal before. That was Michael Carruth back in the um, Barcelona Olympics. So when you're t- talking about Olympic gold medals, they don't come cheap, you know, especially for Ireland. Uh, we're such a small nation. And that on top of it, Katie is... Um, She's a role model. She she does everything that, that she's supposed to do. She doesn't put her foot out of line. She's not she's not a bad role model. She's she's the perfect role model that, that kids can have. And kids absolutely idolize her. Whether they like boxing or they don't like boxing, every little kid knows who Katie Taylor is. And 
And that's great to see, you know, it's, it's great to see kids following that kind of uh, footsteps. Waterford's Lynn McHenry O'Shea, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. Five counties, one big sports show. Sports Beat Extra. The women of the hour spoke at a press event earlier this week in the lead up to stepping into the ring. All eyes are on tonight and first up Chantelle Cameron says tonight means more to her than becoming an undisputed world champion. Yeah, it's unbelievable to be here. Obviously it felt, feels like it was yesterday as in Abu Dhabi thinking, wow, I'm undisputed champion, it's not going to get bigger than this. Remember saying to Jamie the next the next day, saying, "What's next? Like, wh- what can I achieve now? I've become undisputed. That was my dream. And fighting Katie Taylor now, that's my bigger guy. That's what I always wanted. Never thought it'd happen, but for me, this fight is bigger than becoming an undisputed world champion." Chantelle also took the time to acknowledge Katie's hand in where the sport of boxing for women is now. Anyone in this division or around about this division has always wanted to fight Katie Taylor because she's pound for pound best and. If you're in boxing, you want to you wanna challenge the best as well, especially if you're a champion. It's, uh, you've got to set yourself them sort of goals and try to achieve your own greatness. So um, I've always wanted this fight. didn't think it would happen, but I'm, I'm here now. Well, I've got so much respect for Katie Taylor as well. So when she was when I seen that Amanda Savannah pulled out, I think Katie deserved the homecoming. What she's done for boxing, women's boxing, I wouldn't be sat where I am if it wasn't for Katie Taylor and Clarissa Shields. So... The homecoming, I thought, yeah, just jump in and and uh, take take Amanda's spot because I think Katie deserved this homecoming in Dublin. So it was a no-brainer for me. Chantelle Cameron went on to say it will be a battle, but that she's only got one job to do tonight. Yeah, it would definitely be hostile, but um, there's going to be a tunnel vision, focus on the job at hand and letting everything else go above my head. I've got one job to do and that's to win. Now we hear from Katie herself. She says tonight is a very special night for her, for boxing and the next generation of female fighters. Yeah, this is absolutely incredible. One of the things that I wanted to achieve when I first turned pro six years ago was a fight here at home. And um, this is a nation who loved her sport, who loved her boxing. And you know, for a very, very small nation, we're very good at it as well. So it's amazing to be bringing big time boxing back to this nation again, where it belongs. And... Um, and this isn't any normal fight. This is undisputed champion versus undisputed champion. This is a very, very special fight, one of the biggest fights in boxing, I believe. I think we're definitely turning a new leaf uh, for for Irish boxing. We need to hope, hopefully, this is the first night of many nights here at home in Ireland. And um, even looking at the public workout uh, through the day, just looking at so many young fighters there, young young girls who are watching the public workout. Uh, they're looking up to myself and Chantel and, uh, and all these other fighters. It's absolutely fantastic. It's great to, have to be in a position where you're actually influencing the, the next generation of fighters and they're going to grow up with big dreams, big, big, big ambitions as well, which is absolutely amazing. I think that's what legacy is all about, isn't it? Um, you know, making a way for the next generation of fighters and, and th- those generation of fighters are going to do even more than we've ever done. And that's what real legacy is all about, really. And um, when I was growing up, uh, you know, as a nine or ten year old having these big dreams, um, you know, I didn't have uh, the Olympics uh, at the time, and uh, there's, we, we had so many obstacles, so many um, boundaries in the way, but here we are making the path so much easier for the next generation of fighters, and um, it's amazing. Um, you know, I, just a few hours ago, I, I met up again with Deirdre Gogarty, who was my hero uh, growing up. Uh, she was the only female fighter I actually knew of at the time, and um, just the influence that she had on my career. It's amazing uh, that I, I could be I could be that for for some young girl coming up in the sport as well.
I've seen the fight slipping away from me. Uh, this May 20th date was slipping away, and I don't use social media much, but when I do use I guess it can make a, a big impact. And um, I knew that Chantel wanted this fight as well. It was a very, very easy fight to make. The minute the tweet went out a few days later, the fight was actually made. Um, yeah, this two undisputed champions facing off together, this is absolutely huge for the sport and it has all the makings of a, another epic fight. Yeah, I think one thing that has marked my career over the years is I, I never uh, picked the easy challenge. I won the biggest, uh, the biggest tests and the biggest challenges and what's the point really? Um, I, want, I have a chance to become a two-way undisputed champion and start the evening in front of my home crowd. This is absolutely so, so special. I am expecting uh, a tough fight, but I feel like I am ready for whatever comes my way on Saturday evening. Katie acknowledged the support from so many from around the world, from home and abroad, and even Conor McGregor. Yeah, it's amazing to get the support of Conor and Tidal and, uh, and yourself, Eddie, the whole matrium crew, and the whole nation, obviously. Um, I don't think there is an athlete more supported than me and my whole nation. It's so, it's so, so special. I think ever since my amateur days, uh, people have backed me from this from this country and um, yeah, we have a chance of bringing big time boxing uh, back to Ireland where it belongs and I'm very, very excited about it. I have a chance uh, to make history again Saturday evening and nobody's going to take that away from me. Well, there you have it. All that's left now is to step into that ring. Action begins at 7 o'clock in the 3 Arena with the main event up after 10 o'clock. The countdown is officially on to Gloves On. Five counties, one big sports show. Sports Beat Extra. Moving on, lots of minor championship action in GA this week. I'm joined now on the line by Off the Balls, Aidan Delaney, and also a Wexford native. Aidan, you're very welcome to the show. Lots of action. Did you keep up to date with it all in the last week? Are you ready to rock and roll? Do you know what? It's so difficult to try and keep on top of everything now with all the different subscriptions <laughs> you need and different Twitter accounts you need to follow and like we're coming into a weekend with Katie Taylor fighting, with the Heineken Champions Cup final. The Premier League is starting to heat up really <laughs> nicely now. So it's it's basically been run off your feet here. Uh, you can probably tell I'm out of breath already <laughs> and we haven't even started. So uh, let's get going. Hands in all the pots. So Aidan, we're going to go to the Model County first. A big disappointment because it was such a close shave on Wednesday evening. Tell us about that match in Netwatch Cullen Park. Did you watch it and how were the challenges that both teams faced? Yeah, it was a really, really nice game. Now I have to say, it was it was two teams that really wanted to, you know, knew that this was their chance to get a bit of silverware on the board, and uh, you know, teams that wouldn't traditionally be sort of, you know, up there in terms of the under twenty one or under twenty title as it is now. So uh, this was a real chance for both Wexford and Offaly to get a bit of silverware. But it was Offaly who came out on top. It finished one twenty one to twenty two points, and uh, there was a bit of, you know, kind of. Momentum behind Wexford, obviously any time you beat Kilkenny at any code, the county is going to get really behind the team. It was great to see a packed out Netwatch Cullen Park as well. A lot of people saying that maybe the game actually should have been put in maybe a bigger stadium. Maybe Co Park would be too big, but you know there was plenty of people still looking around for tickets, which is great to see, you know, getting behind your county, particularly at those kind of younger ages, and mm-hmm. particularly because the seniors haven't been so hot for Wexford this year. It's, it's great to see that there is this this team coming through as well but I mean the person that everybody was coming away from that game talking about was Adam Screeny for for Offaly he was the the corner forward 112 on the day and there's an absolutely fantastic video online I think it was made by the Offaly County Board of Screeny taking a point there from the touchline and it was just you know a a gorgeous bit of play and sometimes when you come up against a player like that there's not a whole lot you can do you can try to shackle them but you know he opens up space for everybody else and and managed to get that all important goal which, which proved to be the winner in the end he had to come back actually 
after a head injury in a game previous as well. So, you know, just trying to shackle him will be a real, real tough uh, ask for uh, whoever they face now in the in the rest of the championship. But, uh, you know, this is an awfully team that were in the All-Ireland final last July. You know, could have won that as well. And it's an awfully team that's really coming. So it's their sixth Leinster title, I think, at this grade. And they'll take on Cork now in the decider on May 27th. So from the Wexford point of view, I mean, like I say, when you beat... Kenny, that's always going to be a great sign of where things are going and, and particularly I think Keane Byrne was a really nice player on the day. He got 14 points overall, 10 of those from freeze and that's you know really, really key for the senior team going forward as well because we know that Lee Chin has taken freeze sometimes, Rory O'Connor has taken them sometimes, you know, other players have been trying to set up, set up and Wexford really haven't had somebody that can nail down and can get that kind of 80%, 85% from their freeze. So, you know, Keane Byrne is somebody who's got that now and maybe he can be, you know, somebody that Dara Egan will keep an eye on for for the future as well. Uh, I have to say that Offaly did really, really well. They lost their captain, Charlie Mitchell, after 37 minutes and, you know, playing with 14 men. They had, you know, it was, it was quite a nip-and-tuck game, but you always kind of felt that Offaly, with that bit of experience, with that bit of... Uh, guile and nerve that brought them to an All-Ireland final last year. They were always going to kind of push themselves and get over in the end and Screeny did that with the all-important points uh, to, to sort of finish it off. But from Wexford's point of view, you know, like I say, Wexford do have some nice players coming through. We've seen Oshin Pepper with the seniors before. Connor Foley was playing with them this year. Obviously with that kind of rule they have now that, you know, once you're playing with the under-20s, you, can't, you have to wait seven days before you can go back to the seniors. So unlikely we'll see those lads back in for this weekend. But Certainly, you know, hopefully if Wexford do manage to get through to the All-Ireland Series, we could see the likes of, of Keane Byrne, maybe Corey Byrne, Dunbar, these sort of players coming in as well. But, um, you know, Keith Rossiter has taken over the under-20s in the last few years. There is a suggestion that maybe he might be the man to step up and take a senior job at some stage. Um, you know, Wexford have gone kind of outside the county for their managers in previous years. But, you know, to have somebody inside the county, it does just give... Mm that bit more of, uh, of security and I think fans like to see one of their own doing well and you know he is doing well at this under 20 grade if he managed to get that Leinster title it really would have put a star on his uh, copybook so far but Keith Rossiter definitely a man to watch out for in the future Though it was disappointing it was still 121 to 22 points that was Wexford and Offaly on Wednesday in the minor hurling championship. Then moving on to the minor football championship on Thursday night, Semple Stadium was the location for Cork and Tipperary. Tipperary had a really hard run on Thursday, didn't they, Aidan? They did. I suppose when you look at the scoreline, it's it's a little deceptive in that Cork scored an awful lot of their goals in the second half. And they were actually, uh, the teams were level at half time, and Tipperary got their one and only lead just after the half time break. They managed to, to get themselves a point in front, but when you can see two goals and I think it was 30 seconds or something, it was something crazy anyway. And Cork just have that bit of experience. They are the, the sort of traditional power when it comes to this grade and, and between themselves and Kerry, they kind of divide the, the Munster titles up between them. So Tipperary were always going to be up against it a little bit. They had a nice run to the semi-final as well. Uh, they won their three group stage games with a 32-point scoring difference and never let their opponents score more than eight points. And it looked like they might be able to keep Cork shackled, particularly in that first half. But um, it's one of those things. Cork had come into this game only playing one game. Tipperary had actually played four games coming in. So it's kind of results dependent, I guess, but you could say that Tipperary kind of faded in that second half. Maybe they were tired from their earlier exploits. Like I say, four games versus one. Players are going to be tired, particularly at that age. 
when they're coming into you know these are minor players they're going to be doing leaving cert they're getting ready for summer all that kind of stuff but you know if if Tipperary had managed to win you could turn around and say well you know they managed to get their their games planned down early in the season but I think ultimately Tipperary will be kind of happy enough with their performance you know um, they had a couple of players uh, a couple of injuries coming into this game so it was it was great to see Ronan O'Brien getting back in Charlie Gray scored a really nice goal and uh, Charlie Walsh had a, a couple of nice points there as well so there is a, a couple of nice players coming through there that late flourish from Cork really does kind of give the scoreline that bit of a deceptive feel but I don't think they were you know kind of 19 points worse than, than Cork and Cork will face Kerry in the final um, and, and should give Kerry a real run as well because they've beaten Kerry already this year but I think Tipperary are, are you know they're a common force like I say there's traditional firepowers there in Munster and, and it's always going to be tough to get past the likes of of Cork and Kerry but you know they've gone, managed to get three wins on the board so far this year went really close in that Daryl uh, Darcy final with uh, Limerick as well and we saw there was a, a great video of the Limerick manager kind of in tears after winning that kind of what would be seen as a secondary competition but it does mean an awful lot to these kind of more secondary counties like Tipperary in football but like I say uh, Charlie Grace Charlie Walsh Ronald O'Brien these are players that might be able to to kind of inspire the senior team going forward. We know that the Tipperary seniors haven't really reached the heights that they did in 2020 during that COVID year, but, um, you know, it's, it's all is not lost. And like I say, Tipperary can be happy with their performance on, on last night. Aidan, you can take a breath and get back to the all-important work this weekend. You've got lots more lined up, I'm sure, covering for Off the Ball, Katie Taylor and the likes. Aidan Delaney, thanks so much for joining us. No problem. Thanks, Jolene. Now that's it for this week's Sportsbeat Extra. Keep up to date with all the latest on our website, beach102103.com and our socials. Your Saturday night beat anthems is up next with Megan.